You're listening to Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Monster Defense. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast presented by Deserto.com in conjunction with Fortnite Insider and FortniteIntel.com. Tons of great places to get all the great news for Fortnite. And there is a lot of news going around now with season six. So you can imagine if you want to catch it, they all got different articles. They all got different stuff going on. So make sure you go check out all those places and all those sites for all the latest news. If you are a listener, as always, and you want to see Monster's beautiful face and my ugly mug, you can tune in to Monster's YouTube channel and see us every week. And then also catch all the amazing content he's been dropping out there with like six videos in 24 hours or something nutty like that, right? That was a whew, that was a crazy few days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, of course, you hear his voice, Mr. Monster D-Face. What's up, buddy? How you doing this week? Doing good. Talking about news and all that kind of stuff and change this week. I actually uploaded, like, I think a legit leak because I had a bug happen while right. I was playing Fortnite. And the island prematurely moved on my map before yeah. it actually moved today. And if you guys want to see what happened, it went to a certain part of the map. I'll let you guys wait for the vid. But yep, crazy week. <laughs> so I, I don't know what has happened today because I haven't okay. checked it. So just real quick, the island that was on Loot Lake actually yep. is moving in Fortnite. So, it, so it I saw it move last night. Last night I saw it was over, like it went over those factories that were there by the lake right. towards so Pleasant. It, it, it's still there. It's still there. Okay. That, that's what I'm like referring to. So, and the leak that I had though, it was somewhere totally different. It might was it near salty. Was it near yeah, salty? That's, that's where mine was. I have a picture of it too. <laughs> yeah, so I was yeah, yeah. Happened and stuff. That, that thing was crazy. So I was looking at it swirl live. It's pretty insane. Yeah, it's gonna be nuts. I think uh, everybody, everybody predicted when they started seeing these that maybe it was gonna move. And I was like, I don't know. They're gonna move. Maz is just a bug. And sure enough, it's moving around. So I'm interested to see how, how this plays out as we go throughout the season. And uh, we're going to know a lot when we get to TwitchCon. So if you're going to TwitchCon, make sure you jump in Monster D Faces Discord. If you have a Discord, you just want to chat with him and his awesome community, make sure you join that Discord as long with ours. It's in the show notes as well. Uh, and make sure you are following us on Twitter at the Fortnite Podcast for all the latest news, what we're up to, what we're doing, and where we're going. And obviously now we are available on Stitcher. So thank you guys, everybody that's tuned in over there. Thank you so much to the Stitcher family. And if you're listening from Dash Radio or Player FM, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, thank you guys so much for making us the number one Fortnite show out there. We really appreciate it. Well, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into it with all the stuff that's been going on into this week's news. So there's a lot of news here, a lot of things going on this week, a lot of different stuff. Uh, you know, last week we talked a little bit about like the drama that was surrounding Fortnite and what was happening there, and they made an official announcement. Uh, if you were following all the things that were happening there, uh, and and things that were occurring, Arctic Epic Arctic. If you guys know him, he makes some of the announcement videos you've seen on uh, Twitter and YouTube and everywhere else that people have been posting. He came out and put a statement out on the official Fortnite forums. And if you didn't know, yes, there are actually Fortnite forums and they're really well managed by Epic. So if you ever guys ever want to get involved in those, you can go to Epic Games or Fortnite.com. Go there. You can see the forums there. But he made a posting 
and you guys are more than welcome. I'll put the the uh, the link there in the show notes. Uh, but basically, this was a thing that happened with Funk Bomb and uh, Nate Hill. And if you guys follow them, they've been playing together a lot. They've won a lot of a tournaments together. They've done, done a lot of things together. Basically, they violated code of conduct. And uh, this was like, they have rules. Believe it or not, it's not just you get invited to this and you get to play. There's actually some rules set in place. Tell us a little bit about that monster, like from your side, how you got the rules. What did you, did you have to sign anything? What do you have to do? No, yeah, they definitely provide with you a full rule set. Um, it changes week to week. Things are vary. And you'll, you'll clearly know like what's allowed and what's not allowed. A good example is like early on when there was like, let's say like the ghost peak when you were able to kind of like shoot through the upper half of your ramp they'll specifically say there no ghost peaking and then they'll say oh you need an example here's the example uh using the ramps like this and doing this kind of stuff because they know what is like borderline exploit what they don't want especially right. when they're on like tournament you know a platform per se right, right. Knowing it off to the world, they don't want to show off, you know, the negative sides of the game at times. So there are definitely uh, rules for bugs and stuff like that. In this case, do you want me to go ahead and take over? Yeah, 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 go ahead. Yeah, in this in this case, um, I personally feel like this was more on Epic Games, uh, and and not Funk Bomb. Um, but what had happened was Epic Games was hosting the stream. And they forced the content creators to run a two-minute delay, naturally, like every tournament does. But they did not run a two-minute delay. So the problem there was, as their spectator client showcases the world map and where people are, if you so happen to open up their stream, there was no delay. So with low latency, you can see everyone around you in somewhat of a real time. And Funk Bomb violated that because when he... Uh, was eliminated in the game he glanced at the map and he was giving pretty much us uh, <laughs> yeah call outs to Nate. information and call outs exactly yeah, yeah, his yeah. Teammate. and uh you know you can't unhear something when someone tells you hey he's below you you kind of know like you can't right you know, unhear that so yeah nahil got in trouble for that and funk bomb was pretty much suspended for the entire skirmish i'm so- not sure he was suspended indefinitely. So here, yeah, here, here's the ruling. Uh, the ruling came out, and as as Monster said, this is all explained how it got there, what the actual rule is that they broke, which is 5.7, in case everybody wants to know. <laughs> you guys probably have no idea what 5.7 is, but that's what we broke. Mm-hmm. Long story short, the ruling came out that Funk Bomb and Nate Hill were found to be violation of Section 5.7 of Epic Games Code of Conduct and the official rules and will undergo the following action. As the primary offender, Funk Bomb will be removed from the Dusty Dogs Club effective immediately. Funk Bomb will, will no, not be eligible for club prizes at the end of the fall skirmish. And Funk Bomb will be eligible to compete at TwitchCon as a member of the general public. Uh, yeah. So he is, he's, he's basically completely outcasted from the invite situation during for, fall skirmish. I was going to say just strictly for the fall skirmish. So it, it doesn't hurt his, not that it doesn't hurt his chances, but you know, he, he could right. potentially have, you know, future uh, chances in skirmishes, but for this, like the invite session for the clubs, yeah, he's out of this one. Uh, as the teammate and beneficiary, Nate Hill will be suspended effective immediately from participating in the fall skirmish trials. And skirmishes until the conclusion of the suspension at 12 a.m. Eastern on October 11, 2018. Nate is still a member of the Dusty Dogs Club and will remain eligible for club prizes at the end of the fall skirmish. Yeah. So, sounds like he's still going to be able to play a little bit, uh, I'm guessing, from, from that. 
Uh, I look at the end of the day, I think Epic had to do something because something was violated, right? And they can't just go, oops. I mean, even if it was their fault, I think they felt like, well, you know how to make decisions, right? As the pro scene, guys. I'll be honest, and this is something I talked about. I like, I really think it was Epic Games' fault. There was a time when I lost my teammate, and for some reason, I just asked her, I was like, is there players around me? And I say, whoa, you know what? Don't even tell me because it then clicked. But like you, you really think about it. Like, man, I'm like, my teammates down. She could just like, you know, browse around. But like, I was like, no, you can't be that kind of information. But like, I just, I just asked. And then she was like, uh, I was like, no, no, don't, don't even. And it's so funny that it ended up happening. Like, you know, like this mom actually didn't think, you know, you just kind of react like, Oh dude, because in the heat of competition, that kind of stuff happens. So Epic Games should have really had that two minute delay on. I hope they don't make that mistake again. Like honestly, like because well, they, they they even talked about in their in their posting yeah. that hey, you know, we address this with the producing company that we work with. Right. They're gonna they're gonna fix it moving forward. But however, yeah. it doesn't invalidate our existing rules and serve as justification for cheating, is how they put it. Yeah. I, I think at the end of the day, like what they're trying to say is you you should have been able to make a better decision no, thinking that right. this was cheating it, and therefore you should have thought about not it. use it yeah <laughs> yeah you know and, and you know everything can be learned they had to make a stance and there it is in case anybody's wondering that's what ended up happening with all that you know i'm sure funk bomb and nate will still keep slaying and killing and making oh, yeah. a making a move in the scene as they continue to move forward and i hope they do um we uh also had week one trials the squad goals 59 kills before we continue on monster how many kills did you get what were you going for what was the highest one you landed in i landed a 16 individually within our squad um we hit closer to the like upper 40 almost 50 bracket and it was the day that p few originally broke the world record for like 56 57 so it's so crazy that i was like making a video on that and i was like well while tfu got his world record i made the candy cane glow because if you hold the candy cane pickaxe you get more than 15 eliminations it actually starts blinking so i had like a monstrous game oh my gosh uh, yeah that was that was a crazy week dude so yeah a new world record of 56 eliminations was set by phase replays phase yeah. space lion nick a30 and turkey lips but it it stood for just a few hours as Phase Tifu, Phase Cloaks, Knight uh, Zekro, and Luminosity's Gaming Kiro came in and went and dropped fifty seven. Okay, right after, <laughs> right after. like not far, yeah. like, literally like an hour or two later. Yeah. Like, it was ridiculous. Oh, so fifty six and fifty seven. I was actually in not vivid stream when they dropped like fifty four just before all this. So like it was nutty. Um, and then obviously it came out that the, uh, the people that end up scoring 59 and I personally didn't know any of these guys, uh, that I can remember, uh, mm. Zex, Paul, uh, a, a Polish player who competes under, uh, the Vitrus pro banner. Uh, he was there and I, I honestly don't know how to pronounce all these guys' names, but they end up dropping 57 or 59, which is crazy. Nice. So that means the world record won't be broken until the 60 mark is hit. And which is just a crazy amount of kills. Crazy amount. Of the lobby. 
So this is what I really wanted to talk about here was when I was watching Vivid and 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 the team that he's playing with, he's playing with Myth and and I want to say Poach, maybe. I don't remember uh, exactly who I was on his team, but Vivid was talking about how they actually kind of got deflated by some of the ruling that came in place once their squad hit 56 or 57 because it's only they were only rewarding one team per club. So one team per club could only get it, which is kind of a rough situation because I don't really, what's the purpose of keep playing if your squad hit 58, 59? Yeah. Maybe you, maybe you could get it, but then you're beating your own club. Right. You know what I mean? It was kind of like a competition within a competition. Cause if you didn't have the record for your club, you don't earn an individual prize. But at the same time, you want to, so like the way the club system works overall, every player wants to get at least two events in anyways, so that you can ultimately earn a piece of the pie when everything's all said and done. So like, let's say me, for example, if I don't want to play any more trials or anything, regardless if my team comes last or first, by the time everything's over, I'll get a piece of the prize because I've been competing in at least two events of the how many, you know, that are going to happen. So. I mean, people still have reason to play in the trials and you never know what can happen like that EU team. Like you said, like you'd never heard of them, but this is where people can just make a name for themselves because everyone has the opportunity. So it's I just, I, it's, cool. it's kind of deflating because like, although all these pros compete against each other and I think it's really crazy about the scene in general, we've talked about how friendly it is and how open it is and people want to see other people succeed, you know, but then you, you have people like, trying to compete to win these trials and it's like oh well my team already got first place i mean i don't it doesn't do anything for me to keep playing it's kind of Mm -hmm. a catch-22 situation right like if i'm gonna beat them i'm gonna get 60 kills which would really be cool but at the same time like i'm fighting to beat my own teammates and i don't get a reward for getting what's really tough is say vivid 58 yeah, okay. say Vivid drops 58, like, you don't get a reward for that? I don't know. I think they need to look at it. I think they need to, like, maybe, like, an average amongst the top three from each team, right? Like, that'd be a cool rule set. You know, I take think, the top I three. I by the earnings. <laughs> yeah. Take, I, what are you talking about? Give <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. That's just my feeling on it. And I'm interested to see how these trials uh, continue to go moving forward. My, you know, it, it, it's, it's nice. I mean, it, they're taking a different spin on it. We don't know. This is only uh, trial one. Every trial, every week, they've always mixed up formats. They can mix up prizes for trials too. Well, to they, be- yeah, they, they already announced what trials two was um, in, the, in the announcement or I guess details that they have on the site. Uh, coming this week, you know, we have trials two. And I think it said uh, the trials two is a, Spin and win. A wheel full of exciting and varied challenges awaits. At scheduled times, the wheel will be spun and clubs will be issued a challenge to compete based on where it, where it lands. Each challenge presents a new opportunity to win club points and prizes. What? I didn't even see that one yet. Huh. Boom. Dropping news on you right now. You didn't even know. <laughs> Spin and win is what it's going to be called this week. I'm interested mm. to see how this works out. I'm just going to see you like you kind of want an easy challenge, not a difficult one, like a difficult challenge would be like, I don't know, something involving like ATKs or shopping carts where you win a victory royale by, you know, impulsing somebody out of a circle. Right. Oh, I don't don't know. That'd be crazy, too. They they took out the impulses. What are you talking about? Well, (laughs) you still have shockwave nades. You'd have to have shockwaves. 
That's even harder. You have less of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. I, I don't know. Yeah, some some crazy like that or ki- trap, right? Trap kill for Victor Royale. That's yeah, yeah. that's doable. So yeah we'll, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I'm excited to see what the wheel has on it. Mm-hmm. I gotta applaud everybody in the Fortnite podcast community because this week we got crossplay for PlayStation people hype in the was, house. That was great. Hype in the house, bro. That is insane. Uh, I was so excited when I saw this. Uh, you know, Epic dropping, or I guess PlayStation really dropping the news, you know, that they were they were going to do this. They put out a tweet this week, and uh, the tweet says, cross-platform play for PS4 begins with an open beta on Fortnite today. This is on September 26th. Full details and support platforms, and uh, they put out all the details. Look, I'm super excited because I can now take my switch on the road and actually log into my account and play instead of play on my son's account, which bad news for him means I'm going to spend less money on his account. Cause I won't be having to use skins. So he got to yeah. get screwed in the whole thing. But at the same time, uh, I, I just think it's really good that they're, that they're accommodating this. I'm glad that PlayStation moved over to do this. I bring it up here because I think Fortnite played a very significant part in this cross platform push. Oh, yeah. And I, I think it's good for all the players to see. They even announced this week, uh, Epic dropped a thing on how they're going to be able to merge accounts together. So if you've gone and created separate accounts across multiple platforms, they're going to allow you to come back and put all those accounts together in the future with a merge uh, option that they're going to have. So that's really neat. Really exciting. And I want to know why they did this or why they wanted this to happen. Because in the tournaments, Xbox and PlayStation, they can't get invited to play with us in the skirmishes. Now, it's anybody's ballgame. So, like, Uh, before you see, like, Aiden Nick Merckx, right? But then you have people like uh, Pierre XBL. He's an Xbox Live player. He can't play if Nick Merckx is in the tournament. You know what I mean? There's that complex. But now, uh, no more complex. Everybody's in it. So, we're going to see even more faces in the skirmishes. See, you're a smart individual. Yeah, I was thinking ahead. Okay. World Cup. All right. World Cup. Anybody, yeah. You know what I mean? So this is this is bigger than just, you know, communities together. This is competition. I know that's why Fortnite was pushing for this. You just blew, you blew my mind. I don't even know what to say because that is so on point. Like, you're so right. I'm sitting here at PAX and I'm like, where are all the Xbox players? Where are they at? Where are they at? Well, they couldn't play because that's not what they were allowing to do. Because like, they couldn't at that point, it wasn't an agreement. I'm assuming to you know allow them. Now there were there but, were Xbox controllers available playing through right, PC, right? right. But I, man, that makes sense. Makes sense. All right, cool. I got it. I understand now. You boof, boom, blew my mind. <laughs> blew my mind right here. Uh, and then uh, we were gonna have Atlantis Mitro. That was the winter, the winner of the EU tournament on today. He was actually in another tournament, so he ended up not being able to make it. Congrats to him and Tifu for pulling out the wins. Both of them part of your club. Yes. Yeah. Little, ri- little Riff Raider action, right? Yeah, so, up. Pretty, pretty good. Dude, two winners in one week. I mean, that's, yeah. that's pretty nuts. Pretty I mean, for everybody that's wondering as far as the points go, right now the Bush Bandits are in the lead. They have a pretty significant lead. And if you look at this, 
very significantly. They're doing a lot so of the good. ghost guys are on this. And if you yeah. see the top standings, which is really funny, across esports, this is happening. Ghost is making a move like big time. Like the uh, the Gears of War uh, worlds uh, are happening today, mm-hmm. the big championships happening today. And they're like the big team that's facing Optic, that's all the dramas around, right? Then you got them making all these moves in Fortnite and they're all over here and they're like top 10 positions. You get like six people in Ghost. Like it's nutty, right? And they are making some moves. So a lot of those guys are on Bush Bandits, from what I understand. So they, you know, they're they're taking control, really making it's a push stacked. on the bush. Stacked. It's definitely stacked. But if you look at the rankings after that for second, third, and fourth place, they're actually really close. Uh yeah. they're they're a max of what 55 points between all three of those from mm-hmm. second place to fourth place. You know, you got Fortnite's coming in second with a uh, thousand seventy-five points. Dusty Dogs coming in with a thousand twenty-five points, and Riff Raiders, your your team right there. You and uh, Vape Jesus, obviously, last week talking about this, ten thousand twenty points, really close. So you, these are going to be moving, and I, I like to see this because that means a little bit of a competition rub is going to be happening. Mm-hmm. You never know; they might throw some extra thing in there where you know somebody can overtake the Bush Bandits, catch up there, double point weekend, something oh. like that, right? That, so you yeah, you, you never know. know. Something like that might happen. Then you got Lucky Llamas sitting in last place at 790. Sorry to our boy Fallout repping the <laughs> Lucky Llamas. Rest in peace, Fallout. You know, the hopefully the Gears tournament's treating you better this weekend. No, I love you, man. Hopefully you're doing great. <laughs> Enjoy your Lucky Llamas in last place. But all that aside, I think it's really neat. It's cool to see this going on. If you guys want to check out all these stats, it is really available over at Fortnite.com. Go to the event tab, and you can actually see all the standings and everything that's going on. It's really, really cool to see. Really great place that, that they have it all. And it's neat because when someone wins, they put by their name which club they're on and the logo of their club. Yeah. And unless you're like me, you actually remember what they mean. And the, otherwise, Monster has to remind you, oh, no, that's not the Fortnite's one. That's the Riff Raiders logo. Anyways, so uh, great. I, I'm enjoying it. Well, how, how do you feel it worked out for week one, man, and going into week two? How do you feel it is? Uh, I feel like so. You're, are you talking like my my plays or are you talking this? I, I would say or, both. Like, how do you feel about the tournament as you individually? And how are you feeling about the tournament as a whole? How they've structured this going into season six and this new fall skirmish? Yeah, I'll take it as a whole first. Um, I, I like this last week was great. Um, I thought the first week the format for duos didn't really click, but this format for solos clicked really well. You saw a lot of players were just like getting nitty gritty. I think solo competition in Fortnite is just like top of the line when the it comes down knees. to view- yeah, like when it comes down to just like viewing experience and like just enjoyment. Because I think there was a point where it was like chat versus seventy two, and I'm, I know they're on the same org, but man, I was just like, dude, that's the clash, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. To me, that's like way cooler than seeing like them together taking on another team or two. Um, because I don't know, like they're, I like seeing everyone just kind of going head to head, so. I'd love the solo formats. Hopefully they do a lot more of those. Now for my uh, understanding, like uh, experience, I actually got 27th out of 100 for anyone that was following. I was actually two from top 20. Um, and you were talking a hundred of the you know best players in the world, potentially. I got 27 guys. I really popped off. Um, two kills short. You know, cheer, cheers for you, Ed. Cheers for, for monster. 27th place. <laughs> It solid, was, bro. Solid it for was sure. Crazy. It was crazy. Um, 
It was all, all because my first game, I got overconfident, picked up a double barrel and minis. And I just thought like, you know what? I'm going to go beeline someone. <clears throat> and I couldn't anticipate the slight, you know, performance server of the server not being in my favorite. And I just slipped through a floorboard, lost high ground, and I didn't have a long range. Oh. But after that, we really picked up. And um, man, what a, what a skirmish weekend it was. So proud of myself. I, I took it as victory, if I'm being honest. Um, Really just kind of proved to myself that when it comes down to playing for myself, man, we 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 held ground. It was kind of insane. Yeah, you, you keep keep grinding it out. I can't wait to get on top. You know, I'll I'll be like you know the 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 ring guy. Well, you know, it's on the side. You know, giving you the water. Like, you know, I can keep up with the competitive players, but I don't like chase competitive. It just it just makes me want to like, man, what if I really train yeah, to like? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, this but you know it's it just it's humbling to like just go in there and, and slay out with the titans it was kind of crazy yeah it's exciting to see it's exciting to see people like atlantis make some of the plays if you guys saw that he made uh this past season or this past weekend and along with tfue obviously shining up there right and making crazy plays so you guys yeah. we out here boys <laughs> yeah yeah it's a lot of fun well Season six is upon us, so yep. let's jump over there and talk real quick about season six and maybe, you know, uh, all the changes that came along with it. So they're calling season six Darkness Rises, and mm-hmm. we have all these patch notes that come out. You know, we have the new Battle Pass, the new uh, Shadow Stones, new POIs, vaulted items that I really want to talk with you about. Nerf, uh, nerfs coming into play, Storm Circle changes, big audio changes, tons of stuff to cover, right? So I just want to touch on some of the big things. As always, I will put the link in the show notes for anybody that needs that so you can see it all there. Uh, but let's go ahead and start with the new Battle Pass. Let's hear what they got to say a little bit about that, and, and we'll go from there. What's up, Fortnite community? We're here to tell you all about the Season 6 Battle Pass. Over 100 unique cosmetics can be found in the Season 6 Battle Pass, like the brand new pets. More on that in a moment. When you first buy the Battle Pass, you'll instantly unlock two awesome outfits, Calamity and DJ Yonder. Calamity is one of our progressive outfits. Look forward to leveling up and unlocking new styles as you play. As you level up your battle pass, you'll unlock unique emotes, outfits, and of course, pets. These companions are always by your side, reacting to the different situations you find yourself in. Win or lose, pets have your back. There are 100 tiers and over 100 rewards. And as always, none of them affect gameplay and you keep all your rewards after the season ends. The Season 6 Battle Pass is available in the in-game store right now for just 950 V-Bucks. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you in-game. So, big Battle Pass comes out. First off, I want to know what you think about the skins, because we don't talk about cosmetic things a lot on here. We don't we don't get all into, you know, the, the leaked skins and all that stuff that's happening, but... I was so stoked for this because of those teaser pictures they were giving out a couple days before the season. I was like, oh, dude, this looks sick. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. And then I get the battle pass and I look through it. I'm like, holy cow. Not only are the skins are awesome, right? We got the pets that came into play that are like doing cool little actions. And I just think it really shows the creative nature behind Epic and how they're evolving the game. Yep. No, yeah. Uh, so the teasers were like the best part for me. Seeing the werewolf, I already knew like we we're going to get like an actual Halloween battle pass. And yeah. that's exciting 
what they delivered and when i saw it i was like yes like i love the like the dark skins like i i, I say like dark because like the theme is very dark it's supposed to be halloween and uh they did they did a fantastic job the backlighter it's like one of my favorite oh things. amazing was, i was i was impressed you know top to bottom and uh yeah the calamity skin last year oh my gosh with the bandana and the, and yeah. the tough had the cape, the leather outfit. I was like, I love this season skins. I think this battle pass is like on par with the Black Knight battle pass. I really love the knight outfits, and I thought that was a well crafted battle pass. It was, it was, yeah. So that one and this one, but like this one is definitely way. This one's insane. I think it's really crazy. I I I love. They really did it. DJ Yonder, hilarious. DJ I don't know if Yonder, you caught. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you fun. caught any of Caesar's uh, like uh, little yeah, gifts that came out. He has one where he's talking about the audio changes, and he just loses it when he's reading the audio changes, and he put like theme music on. Hilarious. If you guys don't know, uh, you know, uh, there's a, there's a lot to Yonder Yard, right? That that he's named, you know, CD and third's named. And then obviously having the DJ yonder, which he called himself when he's in the DJ room. It's a lot of funny <laughs> stuff around the community. There is like, like an Easter egg in the community. Yeah. Yeah. Community. Easter egg in the community for sure. It's the best way to put it. I, yeah, what do you think about the pets, man? You think it's pretty cool. I think it's a cool idea. No, I thought the pets, they, they look, they look great in game. Like they're fun. It's, you know, it's a cute and like light feeling. Um, funny thing about the pets though. Someone posted a clip, like, uh, his, his pet barked while he was sneaking up on a player and the player turned around and oh. heard the bark. So when the, when the guy from Epic was talking about, it won't affect your in game. Well, no, it's pay to lose, man. You got that pet on your back. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Be so, careful with those pets then guys. No, yeah, the pets are pretty awesome. Though. I love them. Yeah, it's, I think it's just really neat, it, creative, right? Just these different yeah, ways it. that they're being creative. Uh, and that's what I'm going to Shadow Stones came out. They had a problem with um, people like getting inv- <laughs> invisible completely, you know, for a mm. long time, being able to shoot and be invisible. They take them out, they fix them, they bring them back in. What do you think about this? Is another movement item, right? And, and mm. I, I, I pose this question. How many more items can they come out with that are these movement items that they drop around the game? Because let's be honest, this is kind of a repeat of, you know, where they like dropped the meteors, right? And yep. they had and they had the the um I don't even remember what they were called now. Uh but I, I you know the, the rocks, whatever the <laughs> rocks were. Right. Uh so what what do you think about the Shadow Stones? How do you feel about it? Is are we gonna see this played at all uh, used at all in pro? No, I mean, yeah, the shadow stones are kind of crazy. It's it's so the interesting thing about the shadow stones, they're balanced, but look, they're like kind of not balanced. Like when it's in a really good player's hand, it's kind of like Thanos. Remember Thanos? Like yeah. a really good player, dude, it's like hard to stop him, right? Or like catch him. Uh, whereas if someone doesn't know what they're doing, like you're just gonna you know clap them down. The shadow stones too, like if you know what you're doing, I think it's hard to spot. You move really quick. Uh, you can change like direction mid-air if you use the dash properly so like it's crazy but it's balanced in the sense that you can't just really roll up on someone exit because there's a delay before you're able to like do stuff but the fact that you can loot uh open chests and pick up items while you're moving that quick i mean it's crazy and i support anything that's movement based because that allows people to rotate and you know make those kind of plays i agree so i i like it i mean 
I'm cool with them taking the lore of the game and then like, you know, breaking it down and shifting it to continue to bring these kind of things seasonal, like moon rocks and then this kind of stuff. Um, although I didn't like moon rocks, I thought they were broken in PvP. This is not a PvP item per se. Right. You know, the movement kind of utility thing. So I'd like I think it's a cool balance how you can't shoot while you have it at least. I yeah, think that's yeah, no, that's yeah, neat. If you balance. were able to like attack while you're invisible or something like <laughs> or if you didn't have that delay, it'd be crazy. I just wish things like this that they put on your character that are timed. I wish we had some type of emblem, whether it was a circle that was dying or a bar oh, that was yeah, decreasing. So it, it gave me a better understanding of how long it was gonna last instead of just the in signal like they did with the hop rocks, which was just mm-hmm. your character starts blinking. This is the same thing, your character starts bl- making the noise and blinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just wish there was a little uh, indication of how long it was last. But speak of movement things, we have the floating island, which helps you get yeah. around the map as well. You know, it yeah, comes man. out. The opening I scene like- was really cool, right? To season six. I thought it was really neat to see that opening scene. And I, how, how do you like the floating island? I love it. I love the fact that you can, like, it, it's like a launch pad, like, at all times. Uh, great for rotations insane for pvp players go there all the time to fight it's 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 a it's a war zone i love it i love the floating island i love that it's moving uh we have the haunted castle as well the cornfields i love the cornfields i think the cornfields are cool uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, here's the reason why because it ha- uh, puts that whole aspect of like hide right and being yeah, able to yeah. move and <laughs> flank and especially on a, initial drop points like fatal fields and mm-hmm. being able to go there and land there i I just like the the difference that it made. What I don't like is that there's a huge bug right now where the corn will get attached to you if you destroy it. And so as you run throughout the map, wherever you run, corn's just flying off your back. Really? Oh, no. I haven't seen that one yet. Uh, Pro tip for anyone out there, place a floor and a trap in the cornfield. You will 1,000% get kills. I have a hilarious clip that I haven't uploaded yet. Oh my gosh, dude. People fall. Like if they chase you in there, they will hit a trap, dude. You can't see it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, It's really cool. I just, you know, showing those areas, showing that uh, that creative nature again of of taking something we know really well and making a small change to it and it affecting the gameplay there so much. I agree. Uh, then we have the vaulted items and this is what I'm talking about the most. You know, we got, we got the impulse nades, which is fine. We saw, we saw that we got the new ones of those. So we kind of, I think we kind of saw that suppressed submachine gun. I get it. We got too many subs in the game right now. We've kind of been rotating those out anyways. Five machine gun gone. You actually talked about this. I think you called it like it really wasn't that, you know, didn't really have its place compared to the LMG and, you know, you had the Tommy gun and so all that, and those have kind of moved out. I think it's kind of making a way for some new stuff maybe to come in as we, as we look forward to the future. The two things, though, or and then C4 gone, which the, you know you guys were calling for, the pros, I say you guys, the pros were calling for it. I actually do like it watching the skirmish this week and not seeing it in there. I think it really played out really well, and, and, it, sh- and it made some other items more viable, you know, like we saw used uh, with the, you know, the, uh, uh, the other nades. Um, the supercharge. What are they called? The oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. The shock. The shock. The wave. shockwave nades. Yep. You know, being used. But the biggest thing is bouncers are gone. Yeah. Why? Why I monster? Have no idea. You know, I I think I think I do know why. Bouncers in competitive play show that they, I think there's a weird correlation of if you had a bouncer, you won the game. I swear, there had to be a, co- a correlation. And they're taking it down for balance and they don't know what to do with it. Because bouncers are 
like they're so good rotating that you have no fear in build battles. You can, you know, take high ground with them. You you can just do an infinite number of things with one utility trap. And you can see that when Epic Games see something that is like way too good, they change it. They take it out or they, you know, do something different. Maybe they break that item into two items. And that's why the bouncer is gone. It's definitely because I think it's just too good. And in comp play, like you see, I'm so sad. Yeah, yeah. Like in comp play, imagine though you have everyone like wasting resources to rotate, but one guy with a bouncer saves hundreds of mats. So like, how's that fair, right? So I think they took it out to really balance up end games for competitive and stuff like that. That's my take on it. Um, I don't think the entire world deserved to not have it though. I don't know. (laughs) It was a sad thing to see gone. Well, like I said, we don't talk a lot about rumors here, but rumor is that frozen traps have been seen in the details and we might be seeing frozen traps come into play, which would be really cool for like Christmas time, you know, Mm. and stuff like that. Seeing people get frozen and be able to kill them for a second. be really, anyways, we'll see. Uh, but talk about something that was overpowered and they also changed, but they did not take out was the double barrel. And I know we've talked about this. We talked about it last week with Fabe Jesus a little bit. You know, we also had the grappler that was, everybody had called that it was going to get a nerf. It did. It went down in five pools. So it went from 15 to, to, to 10, which I think is fine. I think it's in a good place uh, as far as that goes. But the double barrel, this is another thing I think I agree with you. I, I know that it changed, but I don't know if it was supposed to change for everybody. And, mm. and because in regular pubs, like where we play, I, I've always felt like I, th- having that one weapon that you had to be scared of if you heard it cocked, right. Having that one weapon that could do the damage up close of a rocket, essentially that it, it had a really good place from where I play all the time. And I know for you guys that play in the pro scene, it doesn't necessarily have that good place, right? Because at the end of game, when you're rotating and it can just one shot, somebody didn't feel very fair. But I want to get your take on how you feel about it now where it's at, because I think it's actually so much garbage, people don't pick it up. Oh, so for casual playlist settings, exactly. Like, the the normal scene is like, dude, why did you guys touch a double barrel? It was fun, blah, blah, blah. The key is, for most players, it is just like, it was good enough. And some people don't like the play style, so it's hard to use. Now it's even more difficult to use, but it needed to change for the competitive scene. And it's still the king in competitive scene. If a competitive player gets a double barrel, they are still going to thrash you. And that was proven by TSM Daquan, got a nine kill game. And when you saw the feed, it was him jumping into everyone's one by one fearless because he had P90 double barrel. So he knew he was going to get a big chunky opener if not he wasn't going to take you out from the first shot and then follow up with the uh, p90 and my biggest game was a 5k as soon as i got the double barrel i was doing the same thing bam bam and the like it was it feels all right. like that. all right so, i mean it's true regardless of the changes and comp play it, it's still strong it's still so really don't good. don't give up on it is what you're telling me don't no, give don't. up on it because if you put it in a situation it still does what it's supposed to do it does over uh, 110 plus DPS. So it will two shot anyone still if you get it really clean. And that's if they are fully tanked up, right? You're talking 100 armor, 100 HP. It's not always the case. By the time you guys get that close, it's still double barrels like OP. Still really good. So 
the other thing that happened here I mentioned uh, was some big audio changes about feet and, you know, being able to d- decipher things up and down. I think for me and you people that love audio, like this is a really cool change, really viable change, really good to be able to see that. So props to them for, for having that. The, the last big thing in the patch notes that I want to talk about real quickly is the storm circle changes. Wait time basically reduced across the board. Um, as far as the wait time for the circle to start, to, to start moving, the shrink time was increased in, in some areas. Uh, but basically from zone four, all the way through zone eight, the wait times were reduced significantly and the shrink times were increased significantly. Um, how do you, how's this playing out? Yeah, it's actually a good change for competitive play because now, although you have to move sooner, so it's like, oh my gosh, like what I like just got here, the zone's already moving you have more time to move with the zone, which means that less of you dying inside of the zone because it's moving slower overall. So although you have to move sooner, it's actually traveling at a slower pace. So you can, you know, you know, coast with the storm line. You can battle players a little longer, right, as you're fighting with the storm. So it's actually a really good change. I didn't really think of them introducing a balance like that, but it just shows the balance side of uh, Epic Games is really good. They're snappy and they see you know, solutions to things that we may not, you know, come up with. And that's because they have the numbers guys. So they see the numbers, they shift, like, look at that, just a quick shift in those numbers. And it really plays a big difference. Uh, subtle change that makes a big difference. It's a good change. The storm circle stuff. You know, we talk a lot about in the past about how much we enjoyed blitz mode and how it moved the game along. And this is essentially maybe some of the keys they took from that data and said, mm-hmm. we need to make it move a little quicker. And this is how we're going to balance that quickness out. Mm-hmm. So I, I I definitely agree. Well, this week we got one tip and trick before we get out of here. So let's go ahead and jump over to our tips and tricks. You ask, do we have tips? Of course. And do we have tricks? Oh yes, we do. So is it up? So I'm gonna be I'm gonna give you a tip today, monster. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Sit back, enjoy your drink, because I got a tip for you this week. So uh, actually, I, I grabbed this from the forums, uh, the official Fortnite forums, and shout out uh, to uh, Doodly who put this up and he said, just a heads up on the dire wolf skin for everybody out there. Uh, many, many of you probably know this already, but for those of you that don't, the XP towards the dire wolf skin doesn't actually count until you unlock it. It's not like season five where you had several styles unlocked already. When you got to the last skin, it also explains why they lowered the requirement on the last uh, style from 500 K to 250 K XP. So for everybody out there, little tip is, you want to get to these skins as quick as possible because you won't un- start unlocking them until you actually get to the skin this time. So, yeah. So, and, and I did see the big difference. I remember going and looking like, holy cow, they lowered it from 500 to 250. But then it made sense. Oh, wait a second. Your XP is not building until you start to unlock it. So... I think I think part of that is because they didn't want people to like get there and then be like, oh, yay, I have all four styles. You know, now it's like, oh, man, do you get there? And it's like, let's go. I got to grind, grind out the styles. Yeah, no, I I get it. I get it. For the people that grind it, I'm sure they're more happy because in the long run, they'll be able to like, you know, you you have something to play for. Did you buy all hundred tiers? Did you buy? You know, I did. Yeah. yeah. So you're already (laughs) working on your wolf skin. You're already you're already working on the XP. That's that's solid well i overall man how do you feel about season six what are you looking forward to and what, what's your takeaway from from this new season this new launch that we got season six 10 out of 10 
Uh, for me, it's it's really a ten out of ten. I thought the skin, the cosmetic, uh, pitch, great. They nailed it. Um, this the game itself, stable. I wasn't getting crashes, no frame drops, no weird bugs per se. Um, I'm really I'm really happy with it. I can't wait for Shadow Sims to come back. I kind of miss him already. Going to those like you know, uh, what they call like sacred zones or yeah 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 corrupted like, zones. Yep, the corrupted zones. Get into the corrupted zone and not seeing the stones there. Like oh you know it's kind of a bummer, but I love the way the map looks. Hopefully it gets darker over time. I think there was like a little <laughs> darker. Yeah, no, I swear there was like a little spot in uh, Paradise Palms all the way in the back. There was a bush that had cobwebs on it. I think it was in there early by accident. But that just kind of shows that hopefully by the time, uh, you know, like Halloween's Halloween. actually here, everything has like cobwebs and, you know, hopefully we get that. Some jack-o'-lanterns laying around. Yeah, I yeah. got you. We get some more changes as far as that stuff goes, but I'm loving season six. I agree with you. I'm loving it as well. I think the game is in a really good state right now. I think it feels the best it's felt in a long time. And I'm really enjoying it. Enjoying, enjoying the beautiful skins, the pets I got, the, all the grinds. Mm -hmm. But, you know, tip out there as well, right? Be careful with the pets when you're sneaking up on people, you know. <laughs> Monsters tip for the week. Well, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Shoot us a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, wherever you are listening. Uh, Stitcher, thank you guys so much for that. As always, you can send your emails and complaints over to FortnitePodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you like and what you dislike about the show. Follow us on Twitter at Fortnite Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at the number two, Loud TX, and Monster at Monster D Face, M O N S T E R D F A C E, right there. And Monster, tell them where they can find you throughout the week. As always, guys, thank you guys for having us. And you can find me on all of my social medias now, including Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube <laughs> at Monster D Face, M O N S T E R E F A C E. Well, guys, as always, and until next time, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales. Mm -hmm.